I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are talking to Anna and her boyfriend Michael about their holiday from hell. Stay tuned to hear about all of our unheard holiday drama. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. All right. Hello, Anna. Hello, Hello. Michael. Thank you for joining us, Michael. (laughs) Hello, mate. It's good to be here. I might say you guys are looking quite tanned from your little getaway in Thailand. This is a real tan this time, Matt. Okay. (laughs) It's nice and bronze. All right. Shots fired about my fake tan I just did in the lobby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So, how are you feeling? We feel good. We're happy to be back in Melbourne, to be honest. It's been a whirlwind Thailand trip, our first international travel, and it feels like, I mean, it was crazy. It felt like a long time away from Melbourne. How long was it exactly? A month. A month exactly. Mm. Well, if, we're, if we're looking for exact numbers, it was it was just shy of four weeks, Matt. <laughs> I want the days. <laughs> How many days? It was it was twenty six days. Twenty six days. That's a long trip to Thailand. Fifteen turned twenty six. Wow. Mm. Okay. So just before we get stuck into this. I want to say, who the fuck thinks they can go travelling overseas <laughs> in the middle of a global pandemic? Uh, you, you, you're looking at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Like, I could have at any stage, many different stages, shut this down as a horrible idea. But it was very, it was very convincing, and it was very convincing. So, uh, I was no, I was a willing, a willing participant. <laughs> we spoke about it, and then I was like, "It's probably too hard." And then we spoke about it again, and we're like, "It's probably too hard." And then we're like, "Let's just do it." Yeah. And how long ago did you? Th- think about going we literally planned this like a week before we were like we were gonna go to the gold coast and then we knew that everyone was going to the gold coast i think like pcr tests were coming back like seven days later and you needed one like really soon and like before you went so we were like that's gonna be too hard like gold coast is too hard basket (laughs) so i was like what about thailand and like i used to be an ambassador for tourism thailand so i know thailand very well like i've been Many times before, it's an amazing place. Initially, when we went, we only had to do a PCR negative to get there and a PCR on arrival, and then we could have had an amazing trip. So if you test negative, you could have a fun time, but we didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we if we had tested negative on arrival, then we would have been out of isolation in about seven hours because we got our results in seven hours from when we got to the air- arrived at Phuket Airport. All right, so you guys obviously had a week before you bought your tickets, you knew you were going to Thailand yeah. and you knew you had to test negative before you left. Yeah. At what point did you guys both say, okay, let's not go anywhere so we're negative before we go out when COVID cases in Melbourne <laughs> <laughs> are going through the roof? Did you guys go, all right, let's sort of stay in for a couple of days so we don't get COVID before we leave? Because correct me if I'm wrong, you're at the Boxing Day test. You were out, God knows, the night before, wherever you were a couple of days before, partying it up. Did you not think to yourself, hang on, 
<laughs> yeah, There's like, a chance I'm going to get COVID here. We're like, we need to test negative on the 27th and the 29th of December. So why not just go to the Boxing Day test <laughs> on the 26th with 100,000 people? Oh, no, no. It makes complete sense. It makes sense. complete sense. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like, Omicron wasn't really, like, going crazy yet. Like, we knew it was a new strain, but we didn't know that everyone was all of a sudden testing positive until we literally got to Thailand and then all of our friends had it and we're like, oh, okay, this is this is now a thing. Like, yeah, I think we were being careful, but we were still going out. Like we weren't staying home, which I truly believe that even if we didn't test positive on day one, there were so many people over there with COVID. Yeah. It was only a matter of time and we've spoken about it and we're kind of glad that we got it out of the way early and then, you know, we extended but so we could have a holiday after, but... Imagine testing positive on the day you're leaving. Like, how shit would that be? That'd be rough with your bags packed, ready to go. And that happened to people, like, mm. when we were leaving. Yeah, we met two guys in the line at the airport leaving to come back to Melbourne and both of them had got COVID. It just felt like whether we tested positive on arrival or during the trip or trying to leave, like, the chance of a COVID disruption in hindsight was probably a lot higher than we thought. It was inevitable. Do you think you got it before you left, obviously, or on the plane? I think probably before we left, but we did a 72-hour PCR before we left because we had to test negative to fly. So, I mean, it must have been like two days before we left. Okay, so when you touch down in Thailand, you've got both got negative tests before you leave. Yep. They make you do a test in Thailand. On arrival. On arrival. So, Anna tested positive and Michael, you tested negative. Yeah. So, I was I was negative for five more days, which was probably a part of a lot of the stress because not that I wanted to catch COVID, but it seemed inevitable that me and Anna live together. We spend a lot of time together. I was probably going to be positive eventually, if not positive already. But yeah, it took five days. So, you're at your hotel room. Anna's tested positive. Michael, you're negative. You guys didn't want to be broken up because they would take Michael to hotel quarantine and they would take you to a hospital quarantine. Yeah, they were threatening to take me to hospital. So as a tourist in Thailand, the thing that happens is you go to hospital. Okay. And then there's a second option that they don't really tell you about, which is a hospital hotel. And that's for people with no symptoms or very mild symptoms. So... They were threatening to take me to hospital for four days. Okay, so your plans were, so you didn't break up, was to get Michael positive with COVID. So they didn't split you guys apart. That wasn't our plan. I think we thought that you already probably had it. Mm. And yeah. they weren't separating us. Our only plan was to stay together. Yeah. And in the time it took them, because the hospitals were full over there, to get me into a hospital because I was on a wait list by then, Michael had tested positive, which meant that they moved us from our hotel to a hospital hotel only because we had pushed for it. Yeah. Okay, what's the COVID like over there, the COVID situation? If you look at it on the internet, it was 30 cases a day or something, I yeah. think, when we went over. And their vaccination rate is in the 70s. So, you would say the COVID situation is pretty good. From online. Um, pretty, pretty mild, but... Given the amount of people we met over there that had it, I just feel like that maybe the level of testing that they're doing is, is not as high as we have in Australia. Yeah, I think if you're traveling overseas as well, that's probably an important thing to take into consideration. Like if you're going to do some international travel, I think there is a really high chance that you could catch COVID at the moment, especially with Omicron. It's so contagious at the moment. It's kind of just 
hitting everyone. What was the worst part of this whole ordeal before you went to hotel quarantine? Mm. Well, for me, like I think it was on New Year's Eve. I was still negative. Anna was still really unsure what was going to happen with her. She was sitting in bed, spiraling, looking through all these videos of people in hospital scenarios, getting injected with random stuff, people in these army camps, finding out about people that got sent to prison. And I was like, this is pretty stressful. Like, I don't want anything bad or stressful to happen to Anna. So that was definitely the worst for me. I think once we realized what the situation was going to be hotel quarantine together i was kind of happy after that i enjoyed i enjoyed the quarantine yeah so what was the worst part for you then anna i think for me the worst part was obviously as michael said everyone was like sending me these crazy tiktoks of their like horrific experience and i just feel like that took me into a dark place because number one i'm overseas number two the one person that i'm traveling with and want to be with i'm could potentially be getting separated with. There's also a language barrier. There was a lot going on. And also we didn't know when they were going to take me. Like we weren't getting any information. So at any point the hotel could have called and said, hey, the staff from the hospital are here to take you. So I was constantly on edge at that point. And then Michael still hadn't tested positive. So they were Mm. taking him out of the hotel to do another PCR. And I remember Michael leaving And I was really upset and like crying because I was like, what if they take me to the hospital and I don't get to see you? And then that meant that I wasn't going to see him for 14 days, which is a wild thought in itself. So literally I'd be alone in Thailand for two weeks. Like I think that was probably my lowest point. After that, obviously, Michael soon after tested positive and then we knew we were going to go to hospital hotel together and things as Michael said, started looking up. All right, so you guys did hospital hotel together Mm. in the end. Thank God. It would have been stressful not being together. (laughs) Yeah. Talk me through that. What was that like? I think it was okay. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) The food wasn't the best. Like, the food was really bad. And, like, that's, like, nothing against Thai land or Thai food. Like, me and Michael had, like, a $1 pad Thai and it was the best thing ever, but... In the hospital hotel, it's like a contracted company. Mm. We ended up paying 5500 for this, like, not very great room with meals included. And it was honestly, like, you, you described it as... <laughs> it was hard to make food that bad. But, I mean, like, that's <laughs> no disrespect to whoever made that. Maybe it, it was a challenge they set for themselves to see how bad they could make food. But... <laughs> It wasn't. <laughs> I, I've eaten airplane food all around the world. It was. It was that. It was a. It was a far lower tier than that. Oh no. <laughs> things did. So you said it cost you five and a half thousand dollars for this. Did you budget enough for this? I mean, five and a half grand was not what we were expecting to pay. We're still hoping that this is going to be covered by insurance. To me, the policy looks good. So I think. I think we should be covered. So you guys didn't have many of the symptoms. So basically when I was on the plane, I thought I had done something to my back. Like my lower back was really sore. Um, So when we got to Singapore airport, I actually got deep heat and I was deep heating my back. (laughs) And then I found out that that was actually a symptom of COVID, but I just had no idea. Well, I had a lower back pain as well. Yeah. Really bad. Like the aches, like my, by the time I hit Thailand, I was just exhausted from the flight. I thought it was from the flight. Woke up the next day, I felt fine. And then I started to get body aches, still the lower back pain. I had a temperature. But other than that, like I was 
pretty mild. Was this a test on your relationship? I mean, I think that scenario is always going to be a test for a relationship. Were we arguing? No. Like, we didn't argue on that trip. We had so much fun together. I think we've definitely grown closer. Yeah, any stressful situation is going to be a test on a relationship. Spending two weeks in a room together is going to be a test on a relationship. But, yeah, I thought it I thought it brought us closer together. I thought it made us stronger. Did you argue at all? There was one day we argued. What was it about? I think it was about being stressed. I was stressed all day because I was told I tested positive. Then I was emailed I tested negative. Then I was you're on the phone I was a bit day. confused because like, as soon as I was positive, like, we assumed I was positive, but as soon as that was confirmed, we could move forward. Like we could put a plan in action. We could go to a hotel quarantine. We could, we could do something. We were sort of stagnant. We were just we're standing still. So I was just stressed out all day because I was positive and negative and positive and negative. And then because of that, Anna got really stressed out at the end of the day. And then she was annoyed about how stressed we got. I started getting a migraine and I only get migraines when I'm like at optimum stress. And obviously, Michael, you know what it's like if someone's super stressed out, like that energy kind of feeds onto you. And like I totally and 100% understood why he was stressed out. Like he was on the phone to the hospital all day. No one could really understand what he was asking. It was very stressful. But then just to be stressed for like that length of time, I guess – really affected me and my I started getting a migraine and then I got annoyed about the fact that I was getting a migraine because I was like you know although we're in this really heavy stress situation like we should take like 10 minutes to meditate or do something like we just had focused our energy on it the whole day and like in other days like we maybe did like we played cards or did something to distract us and I think doing those little things really did help because I think when you focus on something that's panicking you for so long like it just it overwhelms you and it sounds like you guys had no control over the situation so the more you guys thought about it the more you got trying to figure something out it would get you more stressed because you could have no control of what was happening the more we tried to control it the more stressful it was when we just accepted the situation and just like kind of succumbed to like what was meant to be would be I think then we just really started chilling and (laughs) chilling out and relaxing. You're right. Once we alleviated trying to control the situation and just sort of said whatever will be will be, we had a good time even throughout the quarantine. I mean, like, I think it was a bit of perspective as well. Like, Like, there's some really horrible stuff going on. We heard stories of, like, this was a seven year old girl got separated from her dad, from her dad and was put into a hotel quarantine and he was put in a hospital, like stuff like that. So if you look at those scenarios, like just imagine a seven-year-old girl getting put in quarantine by herself. Like mm. there's, there's some really horrible stuff yeah, going on. Of course. Obviously, globally, there's horrible stuff going on with COVID. So I think that perspective, you're right. We, we said we can't control the situation. We just got to whatever will be, will be. Yeah. Um, and then from that point, we actually just started embracing it and enjoying it. And started having fun. And we were just like, you know, let's just make the best out of this situation. I think then we decided like we're going to extend. So then we kind of had something to look forward to. We were looking at hotels like when we got out of the quarantine. So all of those things, having something positive to kind of focus on. We had like personal projects that we did together, like things that we've wanted to do for a while that we made really good use of quarantine. So it ended up being really positive for us. All right, so let's lighten the mood, guys. Let's talk <laughs> that, about- got, that got tense. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have done your stint in lockdown isolation. You guys are now 
COVID negative. Yep. You've extended your Thailand trip. Yep. Now your honeymoon starts. <laughs> Tell me about it. Bring on the honeymoon. <laughs> it was kind of like that walking out those doors. I feel like there was like, I, I, I pictured like a theme. What song was playing in the background? Like Pharrell Williams happy. We were, we were skipping out of there. It felt like a new lease on life. Did it you drop really down did. and kiss the ground? We like, kissed the ground. <laughs> I, kissed the, I kissed the Uber driver. Hey, COVID's still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Uber driver's like, whoa, 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 social distance. But I'm like, mate, I've already had it. I'm recovered. We can, we can kiss. <laughs> What did you guys do with the rest of your trip? I saw a lot of stories, a lot of photos. It looked amazing. Honestly, walking out of that hotel quarantine, we like the first meal we had, rocking up to the hotel, not having like people walking us and chauffeuring us around. We were like, oh, we're free. We can do whatever. So, you know, obviously we got a cocktail straight away, went to the pool, got some really great vitamin D. We had saw an amazing sunset, had the best dinner of the trip on the first night out of quarantine. It was amazing. The first, yeah, the first night was like the universe, like, you know, hashtag gratitude. The universe yeah. just went, we're going to give them a really nice one. We were unplanned. We were going to the Thai restaurant on the resort. The, the way to get there, we were told, was down the steps along the beach. Walked down the stairs and as we walked down the stairs, it's this beautiful white sand beach. The sun was setting. The wind was blowing in our hair. <laughs> Anna, Anna was glowing so beautifully as she does. And then we just had this beautiful walk along this amazing beach and we get to this Thai restaurant and it's this old house called Panwa House, which is what the resort's named after. And it's like a 100-year-old building that some guy just went and built on a private beach back in the day. So it's an amazing old building and then the food was unbelievable. Divine. It was such a surreal moment. Yeah. Stunning it, evening. It made it all that that whole stressful lockdown period worth the wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, the wait literally lifted off of our bags, and like f- freedom never tasted so sweet. After that, you guys went and visited a couple of the islands. Mm. What was your favorite island? I didn't have a favorite island. I feel like every part of our trip just worked together so well because everything was so different. Like one of the islands we went to, which was called Koh Yanoi, was just super isolated, had this amazing Italian restaurant there with the most beautiful sunsets. We did lots of exploring there. That was really cool. And then in Phuket, it was very like family orientated and activity orientated. And then we went to Phi Island, which also brought that kind of like fun party atmosphere. But the whole trip was incredible and it just made it so much more worthwhile after we got out. Was it busy? Obviously, Thailand's very busy, not given the state of the it was, world. It was a lot busier in Phuket and that's because of the way like the COVID quarantine is set up. So in Phuket, anyone can come into Phuket and if they test negative, they are free to roam. But to go outside of Phuket, you need to be in Phuket for seven days. So I think because of that, the islands were so, so quiet. So quiet. Also, at 9pm, all of the music goes off. So if you're at a bar, they will still serve you drinks, but there's no vibe. Like they just Mm. pull the vibe out of the night. So, I mean, if you're traveling to Thailand, that was something that we had no idea about. That is a COVID restriction thing. So they feel that music probably means that people stand up, stand closer, greater chance of spreading COVID. So because of that, yeah, no music after 9pm. It's kind of a good strategy. Like I feel like if they did that in Melbourne, like (laughs) it does kill the vibe. So you're more likely to go home, but you you don't feel like you're on restriction. All right, guys, 
you've done your stint overseas, mm. the lockdown, the amazing trip. Would you recommend international travel to our listeners? I mean, I think it's you have to be really cautious. We weren't as cautious. We were a bit flippant about it and kind of were just like, oh, well, whatever happens, happens. And I've like, travelled with you before. Yeah, like I'm just that. like, it is what it is. But yeah, I think you definitely need to put a lot more thought into it. Like you could potentially end up being in a country overseas and not having a holiday. We were lucky enough that we were able to extend. Michael worked pretty much the whole time when he was over there. And obviously I can work remotely, but if you don't have that luxury, you could literally be going for a two week quarantine and come home. So I think be really cautious about it. Research and really like look at the rules of the country because for tourists, it's very different. I think people that have the attitude, which I've always had, it'll never happen to me. It's a good time to just get rid of that attitude because <laughs> it might happen to you. So what you need to do oh, is God. I'd never look at the worst case scenario of anything. I just assume that it's not going to happen. Mm. Get the worst case scenario of wherever you're traveling to and then stare that worst case scenario <laughs> in the face <laughs> and be like, am I okay with this? And I think yeah. if you can say, yes, I'm okay with this, then go. I think that would be the, a really good way to approach it. Yeah. Did you have any fights outside of quarantine? Yeah, we did have one. <laughs> yeah, it was a notable one. It oh. was notable. What was it about? Well, I like adventuring, as a lot of us do. So do I. Um, <laughs> so, it was three o'clock in the afternoon. It was about 35 degrees. And I decided that it would be the perfect idea to take an English rose like Anna into the... <laughs> Into the, into the jungle. The snake-infested, <laughs> monkey-infested jungle that was probably about, you know, 45. It felt like 45 degrees. And it was on a mountain, so you're, like, walking uphill. Or you're hiking up the hill. So hiking I, up the hill. I knew it was going to be relatively steep, but I kind of made it – it seemed like uh, just around the corner. Was um, Anna dressed for the occasion? I could picture her in sandals or something. No, we made, we made sure she had closed-toe <laughs> shoes. We had closed-toe <laughs> shoes on. But then, yeah, that we'd heard stories the day before of, like, two people that went in there and saw, like, three snakes. Are you scared of snakes? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. And yes. So, like, as, as it started, it started it – was, it was kind of fun at first. Yeah. I feel like we're enjoying the, the – We were making a joke of we're it. We're enjoying the limited anxiety that you're experiencing, watching out for snakes. You know, it's actually a stick – but every five-minute interval um, into this hike, the fun was decreasing and, and <laughs> the, ang- the anxiety was increasing. I think it was getting worse and worse and I was getting attacked by mosquitoes. Oh, no. She'd hit her foot on something a couple of times. She was dripping with sweat. Like she'd, I, I told her she, looked, she was very red in the face. Um, I was very red in the face. She looked under extreme trauma. And then the icing on the cake was then she... I was looking down at the ground for snakes. And as I was walking, I like knocked myself oh. on the head very hard. Like as in like I had like a cut on my head. She cut her head. She cut her head. She, on was, this tree. she was unconscious in a snake infested jungle in 35 <laughs> degree heat having <laughs> under heat stroke, oh. probably getting malaria from the mosquitoes biting her in the leg. Told Michael, like, I think 3 p.m. is a bad time to go. We should go at 9 a.m. Yeah. Michael didn't want to listen. He was like, it's under shade. You'll be fine. I wasn't fine. I started having a meltdown and I was like, we're going. I turned around and I realized she wasn't fine. And, and I was like, this is not good. We're not halfway yet. We need to turn back. So I was like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, And I think she took that as me not caring about the fact that she hit her head. When in fact, it was that I cared so much. I was like, 
I need to get her out of this jungle as quickly as possible. But I think she didn't feel like I actually cared, which which caused a small, minor heat stroke argument. argument. We didn't talk Just for an hour. on the walk. No, like when we got home. Well, you didn't talk home on the walk. You kept trying to talk to me and I was like, silence. <laughs> When we're we're arguing, well, when Anna's arguing with me, um, (laughs) I'm like, I I can't, I can't wait like a minute or two minutes. I can't just like walk away and like drink a Chang by myself. (laughs) So like I'll walk away for two minutes and then I'll walk back into the room and be like, hey. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, we're still arguing. So I'm (laughs) off. And then like three minutes, three more minutes will pass and I'm like, walk back in. I'm like, so uh, I'll crack a joke or something. I'm like, can I get you another towel for your head? Like, I just, I just can't let it go. So I probably checked in about 50 times till eventually I'm, the argument was ready to be finished. Yeah, I'm, I'm the exact same. If I, if I need it done then and there. Like, yeah. I can't prolong it. Prolonging it to me just, is just not... I, but the thing is, I wasn't prolonging it. I was literally felt like my body was like was recovering an hour from off death. Stroke. I was like literally recovering from the she heat. Survived she, she, was like in the, just, she was in the fetal position with like towels all around her under the air con. And I was like... <laughs> And I was like, were they wet? I was like, I was like, I was like, do you you want to talk about it? She's like, probably not right now. I was like, I think it's a good time. (laughs) But other than that, like, we literally didn't argue. And it honestly, to be to be fair, like, it was a very bad situation, and we got over it after an hour, and we moved on with life. And we actually had the best night of the trip that night. The post heat stroke night was the best night. So you guys had an amazing trip at the end of it. Yep. You enjoyed yourself. There was a lot of magical nights you guys spent together, a lot of amazing destinations. Myself and a lot of Anna's followers thought there was a lot of wasted opportunity there, Michael, where you could have got on one knee and proposed (laughs) to Anna. What would you, like, what are you referring to about wasted opportunity, Matt? Well, I feel like you could have proposed to Anna in a lot of these Oh, my God. This is a right. wasted chance. I think I the mean, timing might have been me right. And, me and Anna aren't short of a, a lovely rooftop or a beautiful sunset. I think there'll be plenty of amazing <laughs> opportunities to come yeah. in the future. Well answered. It's also been six months. Like, I think we need to calm down. Yeah, I mean, I'm just really let's, keen um, to see it happen. Let's put the brakes on. Have you got any... Um, Wedding bells in the future for you, Matt? I mean, I'm. you guys are the ones being interviewed here, not me. So, <laughs> I'm asking can, the questions, can, not you. We can handle it back <laughs> yeah. over. Perfect deflection. Let's, leave, let's leave it at that. Let's keep it, let's keep it all open air and open-winded. <laughs> so you went through a traumatic ordeal. You came out the other end. It looked like you had an amazing trip. And do you guys feel like you're stronger for it? Definitely. I think it's definitely pushed the relationship on. Like, it's crazy because me and Michael met free and able to do whatever we wanted then we got pushed into a lockdown together then we were free again for a little bit went back into lockdown like our whole relationship feels like it circulates around lockdowns and you know thailand was no different we arrived there went into lockdown and then we got to have a holiday so it's kind of like in consistent. a consistent. Yeah, it's very consistent. It's weirdly consistent. <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of like this really weird, somewhat toxic cycle that we're in, where we just spend this like enormous amount of time together. But yeah, I think we definitely feel closer because of that because we know each other inside and out now. We don't want to go outside anyway. Yeah. We just want to spend time together, just the two of you, safer indoors. It was nice getting home, like getting back to my apartment. I was just like, oh, my God, like this is so nice and relaxing to just be at home. And 
I think that was a really positive thing that came out of it because I was kind of sick of being at home because of all the lockdowns. But being away for a month kind of made me feel comfortable and happy in my space again, which was a nice thing to happen, I guess, as a positive. (laughs) Guys, thanks so much for coming in and discussing your international trip. I know it was full of highs and lows, but look, I think I speak for everyone when we say we want you to have many more international trips ahead of you without COVID. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, one can only hope. (laughs) Thanks, Matt. (laughs) See you guys until next time. Bye. Bye.